reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Once again, to the Doom Patrol pod, and your host, Scott Coles, and with me, as always, it's, sorry. <laughs> it's Murray Fox. It's nobody. I'm here, I'm here. Oh, there he is. <laughs> yes, I'm here. I am here. We're back after a week of vanishing into internet crazy land there, but... Uh... Yes, I apologize. <laughs> uh, I had uh, problems with my computer, and I am no... Dr. Niles Calder, let me tell you. Yeah. Could not fix it in a month, so we had to postpone. There we go. But we are back, back now. Totally. I like that maybe I was trying to prolong the end of the series. <laughs> I know. Three issues away now. Uh, Getting down to the nitty end of the gritty. Right, right, right. Uh, and here we have one of the uh, psychedelic covers. Victims of the Mind Stealer, Doom Patrol number 119. Yes, he's purple and green. You can totally tell he's a bad guy. <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yes, from, what is it, Bob Brown cover, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, definitely Bob Brown. Yeah, Robot Man's got bulgy knees. <laughs> he does. He's got, I don't know what he's been doing. He's <laughs> He's got. You know, and Bob tried to put actual like kneecaps and mustard on. It's kind of weird. It's like, look kind of weird. Looks like maybe he just like got hit in the head, knees with ball peen hammer for a bit and uh, <laughs> all dented. Now he's all bumpy. Oh well, they are strapped into some sort of electric you know, mind chair. chair. That's right. For a device. Yep. That makes them make their old faces. Yes, they're torture like the, faces. Uh, the excessive device from Barella. <laughs> All righty. So we, uh, we open up and we got the, not quite a splash page. It's, uh, it's you know, a, a little sequence. And uh, Robot Man is uh, strolling down the street. He's singing, crush me, crush me, crush me. <laughs> Thirsty, 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 and he just walks right out in front of the truck, smashes the front end of the truck, and busts up one of his arms and one of his legs, and he's like, he's going, yeah, crash me, crash me, crash me. <laughs> yeah, busts through the wall at the Jeep Patrol headquarters. And Larry <laughs> threatens to kill him, he's like, Kill if you must. I shall only reply with love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cliff. It is the 60s, man. It sure is. I guess he uh, was out at the airport or something. Maybe he ran into <laughs> some of those guys and uh, they... He's they been turned to the Christian side. That's right. He's turned his whole room into a... <laughs> into a Krishna temple. <laughs> The noises. I like the noises coming from the tape recorder. Boink, boink, are <laughs> I guess that's supposed to be Eastern music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
<laughs> Chief drops a little knowledge on him. There are noises, the sounds that he makes are called a threndy. It's a repetitious lament for the dead, or a word sound used to focus concentration. Huh. Hmm, interesting. Yes. Larry is, of course, super supportive. <laughs> yeah, totally. That guy I bugs me. <laughs> That's right. <Maybe. laughs> and she says, no, you will not be punching the damn hippie. <laughs> He's had the hardest road to travel of any of us. It's no wonder he snapped. And Larry's like, oh, yeah, what about me and my bandages? <laughs> and that wheelchair. Ah, yeah, but we're still humans. He's a robot. He's a robot man with a human brain. He can never find peace. And when comes out, he says, You're wrong, Chief. I have found peace. Harmony with all living things. I will never lift my hand in violence again. <laughs> and Larry's like, what? what about to defend yourself? He's like, nope. Love is the only defense any man has. Ah, uh, yeah. So, of course, in understanding Larry, the least <laughs> negative man, that's right. Put it to the proof there, buddy. <laughs> Punches him in the face with his robot or his radio knuckles. <laughs> no man says, I'm not fighting you back. Forgive you. He's like, oh, yeah? But he gets the uh, negative man in the gut. Bahoing. And he's just, I'm like, ah, whatever. <laughs> I finished with the strong man. And Larry is physically just jumping on him, trying to move his head or, <laughs> or something and Cliff just has the, the most serene look on his face. That's right. Well, he's pretty expressive. That's right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, silly Larry, trying to push my face <laughs> <laughs> into the wall. Big deal. <laughs> the group cured me of my temper. <laughs> so Larry says, "Well, uh, I, mean, I need a little bit of that guru adjustment." So he takes off. Yes, and the chief and, uh, says to chief me, yeah. also is going to go, not because he has a temper problem, but because he's fascinated by the process. Yes. And then, of uh, course, uh, Madame Rouge comes in, and she looks more and more like a little house frau with every uh, issue. <laughs> what is going on with her hair in this picture? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's all I like, thought she had like just like a big flower in her hair or something, but <laughs> no. I guess it's just her hairstyle. That's her head, I think. She's got it all swooped up or something, or maybe it's a haircut. Who knows? No, maybe. Oh, yeah. So she wants him to, wants to take her with him if he's going out for a, on an assignment. Larry, of course, doesn't trust her either. Man, Larry's got something up his butt today. He's, he's a very belligerent. He's got issues, man. He does have issues. <laughs> he says, how can we trust you? And she's like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. He's just a boner. <laughs> and says, don't do will protect you. So she's going to stay back because they can't protect her when they're out, out in the open. So Cliff takes the, uh, the withdrawal to uh, the, the Continental Hotel where I guess the great group is holding his seminars. Uh, I'm going to introduce my Rama Yogi. He looks like a caveman. <laughs> he totally he like, actually he looks like Vandal Savage a little bit. He totally does. An old school Vandal Savage. Yeah. You know, tradition. That's long, right. long hair, and he's all hairy. And 
big beard, crazy eyes. Yes. <laughs> and he goes from like super frat to freaky grin in like two panels. Yeah. Same eyes though. That's right. <laughs> He's like, ah, you are surprised. You were expecting a skinny dude, huh? Well, I was not always a man of peace. With these bare hands I have killed. But only in self-defense, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> hmm. So Larry's like, okay, how much does it cost? Yeah. And Cliff says, not one cent, friend. Are you kidding me? Oh, so, yeah, I did make one contribution. The cost of 20 pounds of rice to feed the... And we have had a Skype fall off. Hang on. Okay. So Cliff basically says you had to give them, uh, you know, rice. 20 pounds of rice. Oh, five bucks. No big deal. So he's like, where'd you get this fancy hotel room then? He says, well, the hotel guy is uh, one of my students. It's another lovely contribution. Mm-hmm. So uh, Chief gets in there, and he's going to give him a third degree and find out what's what. Tell me, Guru, to what sect do you belong? Buddhist? Taoist? Hinduist? Hinduist? Is Hinduist a thing? I thought it was just Hindu. Yeah, I was going to say Hindi. Hindi. Okay, well, Hindi, yeah. Hmm. But uh, Ramalama Ding Dong says, none of those. My people are a small and very early division from the mainstream of Tibetan culture. The monk, Ramanu. Ramanu Rahi, 6th century BC, the blind teacher? Wow. Is he a Buddhist? No, this was 200 years before Gautama Buddha. An amazing man. An unsung hero of spiritual development. Tell us more, Guru. So now everybody's <laughs> into it except for Larry. Because like, Larry doesn't like apparently anything right now. No way. He's got to be the center, man. The center of attention. Mm-hmm. You could do with a refresher course in tolerance, Larry. <laughs> Rubberman says, forget it. He's got a midget soul underneath those bandages. Hey, that's not nice to midgets. <laughs> Ouch. Someday he'll grow up. So Larry's like, oh, fine, I don't need you guys. You guys are jerks. He takes <laughs> off. They tell him he should go find some manners. That's right. <laughs> so he takes the elevator back up and... Uh, He's going to the hotel room just below the guru. He's going to do some uh, detective work, I guess. That's right. <laughs> He's trying to look in the window and he sees a shadowy figure. It looks like it's coming this way. Oh, it is! He's, <laughs> Chris comes through the window and pulls him in. Yeah. Out. Uh, how crazy is that? He crawls through a window, climbs up this humongous building, instead of just sending like his little... Uh, Negative dude up. Yeah, totally. Why wouldn't you send the peeker? Yeah, like, why? This is, like, <laughs> a 20-story building, and he's just hanging on the window ledge there. Larry is not the uh, biggest thinker there ever was. I guess not. I guess not. So, uh, the unknown assailant uh, takes a statue and beats him over the head with it. <laughs> and knocks him unconscious. They bring him into his room and strap him into a chair. There's a big ball, like a like a disco ball on a stick. Yeah. But it's the mighty racer. 
He's totally neutralized. He's, he's doing no uh, <laughs> Yeah, what's missing is the drool. Vacant eyes and, yeah. <laughs> and the second stage, he says, I succeeded in making Robot Man useless to do patrol through love. I shall disarm this one through fear. Please <laughs> him bring him to his feet. And now to the conditioning device. Look, Larry Trainer. Look at the night harmless cat. He's like, nice harmless cat. Now to change the slide and use a color filter. Look out! The cat has changed. It's all green now. I think cat is a tiger. <laughs> oh, all green. I can see where this is from. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't worry, the tiger is gone. He shows my canary. He's like, oh, that's cool. Switch the slide again. It's a giant green condor. Oh. <laughs> he says, yes, again, the green bait has brought evil. <laughs> He's so afraid, so afraid. He may leave. Go in peace, my friend. And he just toddled off on his way. And now he says, all I have to do is get Elastigirl, and I got them all wrapped up. <laughs> He's got a box set there. Yeah. Meanwhile, at uh, the D- Steve Dayton's house, uh, him and his kid, his adopted kid, or uh, beast boy, are working out, I guess. Ah, uh, they're bonding. The lift 500 pounds. What's that? They're bonding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beast Boy's like, why don't we have a Guru Mento? They're very in. The Beatles have one. Surely the plane. Me and Pharaoh. <laughs> so he uses his green helmet to lift 500 pounds. Uh, Beast Boy turns into a gorilla to do the same. Knocks it at Mento. <laughs> so Mento's got to use his uh, energy brain shield to uh, stop it and fall down and stubs the. Uh, Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it happens. Shenanigans. And the butler comes in and says, Mr. Dayton, sir, a visitor. And uh, they go to the door, and it's Harvey Jackson, Jill's father. Who's Jill Jackson? Oh, it's a girl. It's that little girl, yeah, yeah. Jillian. Hmm. Uh, I guess they had a date, but she can't make it because she has a lot of study game. Why didn't she just phone, says Steve, says Dave. I'll tell you why, because he wouldn't let her. Jill's the smartest kid in the class. She needs extra studies, but I need two heads. <laughs> oh, I see. So this guy's like, he's a green racist. That's right. Little green kid, too good for her. His little girl. Uh huh. Keep him away from the Martians. Mm-hmm. How dare you? You watch that boy. He says he thinks the whole world hates him. He's a sick. Yeah, read the paramecium. The word <laughs> is paranoid. And you mind your own business, Jackson. I'll mind my sons. There we go. Look at that, Dayton standing up for the kid. No, sort of. Then he turns around and says, we should give him expensive chemotherapy. (laughs) (laughs) Change the color of his skin. (laughs) And he gets totally against it. She's like, no, I want him to be a freak just like me. And deal with it like I do. 
<laughs> like bottling up all my emotions inside. That's right. <laughs> oh, well, what are you going to do? Uh, yes. So we cut to... Oh, back to the hotel with the guru there. For some reason, she's all by herself. And uh, so he puts some stuff and special stuff in the fire. Hypnotic herbs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly she's like a little girl. Nobody's <laughs> age two. He's picked her up. Oh, that's not creepy at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gives her a roofy mist and then hubba hubba. She's got hair like, like oh, he's got the Hulk Hogan. He's got the ball the front, the long hair in the back kind of deal going on. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He puts her in this... Uh, Adult size <laughs> playpen. Yeah, playpen. People like that, I heard. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So. All right, uh, you've heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's playing with toys, and then there's some shrill music. E above high C. I don't know what that is. And then. Uh, a bandaged hand sticks through the bars and says, Hey, little girl, want a ball? Here, it's yours. Take it. <laughs> and she goes to take it. It's electrified. Ah, you bad man. You heard me. <laughs> oh. Apparently, it's my teenage daughter who doesn't know how to play the open door. Oh, no. It's in the wife instead. Also, <laughs> doesn't know how to open the door. <laughs> That's all right. I apologize, right. listeners. Uh, so, I don't know what, I'm not sure it's going on here anywhere else. Then Cliff comes in and clocked the Larry. Yeah, Rita was electrified by Larry, but I'm pretty sure it's like yeah. a Larry uh, substitute there. Yes. Says, uh, Iron Man is nice, and I give little girl candy. See? Lollipop. Me love lollipop. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it's... <laughs> it goes off again, and he's like... Yes, it tastes bad. I want to poison you. And she's like, Ma, you're bad too. You're bad something bad. Ma. <laughs> oh, dear. That's one spooky looking yeah, lollipop too. Uh, that lollipop is like... It's weird shape. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's been on the for a while. I'm not sure. It's like a potato on a stick or something. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it turns out the uh, Cliff and Larry are actually two of uh, Ramakrishna's goons uh-huh. dressed up. So now she will remember. So hours later, as the three self movie traffic patrollers crash through this death in the city, they're going doo 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 doo. Everybody's trying to figure out what Jade Dragon's doing. But remember, kids, I'm just a loving observer. My war days are over, says Robot Man. <laughs> So they get to the museum and all of a sudden, and a finger of green light stabs at Larry. <laughs> oh no, and he's all scared. She's, ah, oh, she's so mad at them both because they're bad people and she's going to destroy them. And Cliff is just loving them. <laughs> That's going on, yeah. She grabs Cliff and hucks him up in the air and starts crunching his body with his big hands. He's like, I can't fight back. I'm going from now on. 
He's crushing him, crushing him. You are killing me. You're crushing my oxygen channel, but I won't fight back, baby. Choke. <laughs> Amazing. He's got to. Something's driven her completely mad. I'm too scared to move. So he goes to try and punch her with his tiny little fist, and she just like blocked with one of her big hands. That's right. Talk to the hand. She swats him like a fly. Wappa, wappa, wappa. <laughs> and uh, Cliff is finally thinking he might have to do something, so he grabs her hair to stop her from hurting Larry. <laughs> Look at that panel. That is crazy. <laughs> what, the one where he's, it's got like, her head twisted around? Yeah. <laughs> she's like looking behind herself just about. <laughs> yeah, I think she's the last, I guess. Crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she grabs him by the head and pulls his neck out. <laughs> she snaps my nerve lines, I'm dead. And then all of a sudden, she stops and she's like, Robot Man, what am I doing? I almost killed you. He's like, I know, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> With his head hanging. <laughs> Swinging in the breeze. Yeah. It's like if you ever see like a horror movie where somebody's eyeball gets pulled out and it's sort of dangling down by their cheek. That's <laughs> his whole head. Uh, so apparently there was some, she remembers having some baby therapy and I don't know what's going on now. Yeah, somehow she snapped out of it. They all did, yeah, I guess. And Robot Man is like, oh, I want to fight somebody. Haven't had a good fight in days. It's <laughs> Irish, I guess. <laughs> and Larry seems to be not scared anymore, too. So, now that everybody's got their brains back, they go to the museum to uh, put a stop to the thievery. And, and uh, look at that. The Ramakrishna guy has the... Uh, he's got the, the dragon. No. He's a thief. He's himself and up. <laughs> but uh, he's expecting them to be helpless, but they're, of course, not helpless at all. And she takes down one dude with a sword. Megman comes out and whacks another dude with his own sword. Or, or the other guy's sword. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The old man somehow managed to put his head back on, and he punches out. Well, he supposed to punch out Rama, Rama Ding Dong. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, says, there's a wise Chinese recipe for cooking a snake. It says, first, catch the snake. <laughs> I guess that means don't count your chicken before your hatched or whatever. I and guess. Uh, grabs uh, Cliff in a Kung Fu flip. But he's going in for the Randy Savage atomic elbow. Right on. Brings his boots up into the bed basket. Ugh. And uh, he goes to grab him. Cliff goes to grab him and he turns into smoke. <laughs> well, that's convenient. <laughs> he's got like a big, he's a big like a cloud-shaped face. Talk, still talking to them. I go now into the cosmos, but my true work is complete, as you will soon see. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. The Brunini finishes true work. And we'll soon see. I don't know, but suddenly I feel the teeth need this end fast. So they zip home, and uh, the chief's just sort of sitting there. He's like, are you okay, chief? When he still tells him that uh, Madame Moose has left her closet is empty, and now, wasn't she supposed to leave last issue or the issue before? Wasn't her weren't her bags already packed then? I guess she put them back in the car. Maybe they. Uh, she wasn't yeah. quite ready yet. 
or something. Yeah, I don't know. or something. Either way, she's now left. And something on the big uh, John Butcher on screen there. It's Madame Rouge in her throat. <laughs> yes, you see, it's not your feeble Doom Patrol the Guru wanted. It's the Brotherhood of Evil sent him to wake me back. All the rest was camouflage. Oh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. So you've gone back to the Brotherhood? She said, no, once the Guru freed me, I need no one. I am my own master now. I will get my own forces. Then I'll mark the gin. Then the first target is you, Shanky. I will not rest until you are dead. Sweet dreams, my love. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Cliff's very confused. She said, but she liked the chief. She loved him. Don't want the whole evil life. She loved someone. And now she wants to kill him for uncovering the least spot. Hey, where'd he go? Then he's got the sad hawk music on in the background, he's in an empty room, or empty room, with people coming into the window and seeing shadows. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's sniffing her perfume. Oh, here. He's got it bad. Uh, poor The scent of her has never died, and perhaps it never will. Oh. Bummer. Poor chief. Poor Madame Rouge. Just like that. She's brought know. back over the edge. It's terrible. Well, he's got uh, two issues to get over it, I guess. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally, totally. Alrighty, what else have we got here? We got an ad. We got two ads for, let me see, one for Lois Lane. Oh, Lois Lane. Is the one where she turns black? No, this is uh, featuring Lois Lane as the witch on wheels. She turns into a biker. A biker? Yeah, yeah. She's in a white leather outfit with a flowing scarf and green goggles. Mm, that's a sassy outfit. Yeah, and Clark's following mm-hmm. along. I forced Lois to ride with the cycle gang, and I've made Clark Kent quit his chicken pose. Poor guy. So they're out leading the gang, leading the cycle gang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the Teen Titans come up against... Who is that? Captain Mad Rumble. No, I thought Mad Mod. Some dude... Another biker dude. Breaking through the window. It's Biker Week here. It is Biker DC Week Comics, in DC Comics. You <laughs> kind of looked like a biker, but he didn't have a bike, so... Totally. Totally. And... Well... Uh-huh. That was... Um, yeah, that was uh... a <laughs> very strange, uh, well, the long way to go just for Madame Bruce to turn evil again. Yes. Although I guess if that was the whole point, if the whole point was to uh, misdirect the team just so that they could get Madame Rouge back, then that would be why, I guess, the uh, their therapy suddenly uh, reversed itself or whatever. Yeah, they didn't ever really did explain that, did they? Just no. Like, oh, well. <laughs> Might as well turn up the brain machine now. They're fine. We They're got, we fine. We go. Yeah. Yes. Although, really, if they thought about it, you'd think that they would just let it go and see if maybe one of them will kill the other ones yeah. and there's, you know, one or two less Doom Patrolers to deal with. Exactly, but... Uh... <gasps> Screw you, Skype. Oh, no, you're there. Oh, no, you're gone. You're gone. And we're yeah. back. <laughs> 
<laughs> that one we could hear you fading away. Yeah? Yeah, you were like, oh, I'm gone. I'm like, no, no you're right there. Right, right, right after that, I started swearing. Then. <laughs> we didn't that's, catch that. That's good. Keep, keep it PG. That's good. <laughs> I guess that's Skype's way of telling us it's uh, time to wrap this up. <laughs> yes, we are at the end. <laughs> we are at the end. Okay. Let me think. I think we passed a letters page. Oh, yes. Uh, what's in the letters page this time? Uh, someone has written a poem. Oh, my. Uh, awesome. Oh, how can mere words or letters help convey the greatness of Doom Patrol 116? Girl and Mento joined the fray, and Beast Boy, whose complexion is of green, ignoring Robot Man's and Neg Man's might. Three mutants had conceived a fearsome plan. It's not really a rhyme poem. To alter towards the earth a comet's flight. There we go. Yeah. And you just on. read it wrong. It, it rhymed eventually. Eventually it rhymes. That's right. Anyway. Oh, you see? It's not a rhyming poem. It's a sonnet. Oh. <laughs> At the very end, yeah, dude is like, With apologies to Shakespeare, it's a sonnet type iambic pentameter. Who says your readers ain't got culture? Alrighty. Look at that. What other team would get you to write a sonnet? That's right. Not, I don't remember seeing any sonnets in the, just, the latest issue of Justice League. So. No way. No way. But Jeff, Jeff Johns never wrote a sonnet. <laughs> I have never read a Jeff Johnsian sonnet. Huh. There's only so many things that rhyme with arm ripped off. So. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Mwah. Wow. All right. Uh, yes. All right. Get a hold of us at doompatrol at gmail.com. You can also come to the website, doompatrol.com, and click on any of the episodes and leave a comment there. Totally. You should, because it's awesome to do so. Absolutely. Education is key in any good relationship. Totally. All right. We will see you all next week. Yes. <laughs> Our internet badness. <laughs> That's right. Alrighty, cheers. <laughs> <laughs>